Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a consulting firm run by Joe Ross, former Army assistant coach, former Army fullback, and a former Army officer who now uh, thank thankful to Higher Echelon for sponsoring our podcast, entering our second straight year with them. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, here with co-host Steve Anderson. Steve, we got uh, – one of your teammates on for this edition of the Black Knight Nation podcast, a guy who was, you know, for four years, a solid performer for the Black Knights, Donovan Travis D-Trav. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so, um, you know, Donovan, real quick, I was going through, like, um, some stuff on you, and uh, you go through the Army record books, right? And you see career interceptions, career INTs. You see Glenn Davis, Heisman Trophy winner, 14. Number two, you see Donovan Travis. <laughs> so number two still – and to still be on you know, number two on the career INT list, you know, you, you, you're you about a decade past your playing career. And mm. just, just um, man, you, ha- you, you had a solid four years at West Point, right? Mm. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, I dropped a few interceptions. <laughs> I oh, man, you might beat one, David. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I dropped uh, probably three or four. Um one that I got, one that catches my my attention is uh, I don't Steve. I don't remember the Temple game. Remember the refs, the refs in that game. We were at Temple. I don't know if we we're at Temple, but we we're playing at some kind of stadium. The refs were just awful, and I got an interception, and you know some guy kind of stripped me. So they reviewed it, and then once they reviewed it, they called holding on you know Mario Hill in the background. I'm like, how do you review a play, and then call a penalty? And they took my interception away on that. And then uh, that's when I think uh, Bernard Pierce was playing for uh, Temple. Uh, that guy was a monster. Yeah, he, was, he was one of the hardest runners I've ever had to tackle. Uh, I've tackled Matt Forte, Ray Rice. Uh, Bernard Pierce was absolutely – was like he literally always hit you with, like, the crown of his helmet. And it hurt so bad. Yeah, um, yeah. He almost made me want to quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that was at Philly – and in that, um, in that when uh, Antoine Aaron uh, and me hit him and knocked him out of the game, but Aaron yes, he hurt his shoulder. I was like, and then listen, he I got hurt as wish well. Any, I don't wish any injury on anybody, but I was like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was a one for one. I was yeah. plenty happy with. You uh, know what I mean? That and uh, I'll say the other hard running back was like the Rutgers fullback. I don't know who what his name was. He yeah. was he was I would say, but just th- that was just a few interceptions that I that I missed, and it's just a privilege to be up there with that that great that great man up there in that record books. Uh, I'd have a plaque that says second all time, but it, it's it, it hurts. <laughs> wow. uh, but it, but it was good, and, and thanks to the defensive linemen, linebackers, and everybody else doing their job that allowed me uh, to get those interceptions. So. Yeah. That game, right? Was that the game where Josh McNary was on a tear in the first half? Yeah, and then they started calling him on offsides because Al yep. Golden talked yep. to the officials at halftime, and they called him like three or four times <laughs> in the neutral zone or something like that. The yeah, probably had like seven or eight sacks that game. That was the same game, um, and like Donovan said, it was just kind of – it was those weird calls throughout the game that was like, that's not even – yeah, and uh, we're lucky we got the W in that win. You know, it was a big win. That was a big win for that year, um, especially against that team that had you know they were stacked on the offensive side. So, but yeah, no, um, yeah, Donovan, Donovan, absolutely. Um, you know, and I told Donovan this while we were playing. He still knows it to the day. Um, you know, Donovan was a defensive captain uh, through and through uh, on our defense. Uh, 
you know, he managed the the back half. Uh, you know, he was the general back there. Uh, while I managed the front seven, he kind of controlled the back seven, made sure I knew where I was going in coverage and stuff like that. And uh, it was good. But before we get too much into the actual season, Donovan, what what actually drew you to West Point? Um, you know, where'd you play college ball or high school ball at? And um, yeah, like what kind of drew you to to the academy? <clears throat> So um, I started off in high school in Arizona. So uh, I went to a school called Mountain Ridge um, for two years. You know, my brother was there. He's a great running back there. You know, he kind of kind of paved the way for me. Uh, great coach named Steve Bellis was over there. Um, conditioning was hard. So that, that was the time we played both sides. <laughs> so you had to be physically in shape. And then, you know, in junior year, I transferred over to Texas and Converse Judson. Um, so it was a little small, little small town, if you will, but big football campus, right? So it, it was, uh, I saw a lot of great players there that really taught me about the skill level and really how to play football in Converse, Texas. Um, and then, you know, that junior season, junior senior year, you start getting those looks, right? And so, um, my, my coach had was pretty, pretty well connected, um, and it's funny because Coach Baranek, I don't know if you remember that coach, or receiver coach, he uh, he came to my school and he actually picked me up from my house and drove me to school um, just to recruit me uh, and just, you know, give me the feel and tell me about West Point and this and that. You know, I talked to my father. Uh, my father was in the Air Force for about 11 years um, as well. And, you know, I think uh, this is a rule for me. I think this should be at least one person in every family, every generation to serve in the, in the armed for and in, in the armed service uh services as well um don't forget the biggest point for west point is it's free but then they tell you they're gonna take up your time <laughs> it's free but they're gonna take your uh your time away from you but and i think the most important part was a serving the country and then and then b you're dealing with the top 10 school in the nation right i mean i i met some incredible people there and uh, they didn't tell me about the APFT until I got there. Uh, <laughs> I only failed one APFT, and that was the first one at prep school. So, uh, <laughs> but that was just for me to go there and and serve the country was was a was an honor, and I, I loved every bit of everything about it. Um, it. It is hard. It is hard. But hey, what isn't hard in this in this life? So, did you have yeah. any other options coming out of college? Where you had any other offers, or was was Army like the one that your top school? Um, it was a top school. I had other offers, but they weren't full scholarships. They were all halves. And, you know, I think Trinity is like a D3 school. There was like Texas State that was out there. There was West Texas A&M. Um, just a lot of local schools and stuff like that. Uh, if y'all want to know a funny story, <laughs> how much time we got? We got a lot of stuff. I, I got a story for days. So um, during the recruiting process, um, you know, your, your teammates kind of message you like, hey, I got a guy from Missouri who wants to talk to you. Wait for wait for him after school and stuff. So you'd be out. So some people used to get joked. <laughs> but hey, hey, stay out there till 6 p.m. And then it's just your friend. And so apparently uh, Air Force called me, uh, oddly enough. And I thought it was one of my friends playing a joke on me. <laughs> so I kind of went off on him, cussed him out. And then my coach is like, hey, Air Force called me and said, hey, you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a real guy. <laughs> so 
Air Force called me, uh, the Academy called me as well. So I, I feel bad for uh, him or her, whoever was trying to contact me. I, I don't remember that much. I, I just thought it was one of my guys uh, pulling my chain. Oh, man. So embarrassing. The dislike for Air Force started pretty early for me. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask is if the, any any other, uh, other academies uh, recruit you just like Army did. Um, you know, your dad having served in the Air Force – uh, but that kind of tells that tale. Did uh, the Navy show any uh, any interest at all? I don't remember. No, no, I don't remember. I probably wouldn't join Navy anyway, even if I didn't know about them. <laughs> yeah. The um, and then you were. Did they tell you right away you were going to prep, or was that kind of like something that you figured out after you signed? You know, it was. Uh, my grades weren't the best. <laughs> Let's just be honest there. So I, you know, I had to go through the five year program. I think after I. You know, kind of committed. They say, "Hey, you got to go to a prep school for a year." Um, I was like, "Prep school? What's like? What's that?" You know, it's like a redshirt year. Uh, but I'm so glad that I went to the prep school. Like that, that prep school was it was amazing, right? It it boosted my scores on. You know, I think we took the SAT or something like that. Um, told me, it really kind of prepared me for West Point. It told me the military movements. Um, you know, the condition. You know, just all the. The, the policies and, and processes of like what you're about to experience. And then obviously I met uh, my best friends that I still talk to today um, at the prep school too. It's kind of, it's kind of, I don't really like the prep school being at West Point. I think it needs to be in Fort Monmouth. That's just my personal experience. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, yeah. the prep school at Fort Monmouth. Uh, you know, West Point is just one of those places that while you're going through the process, it's not really a fun place to be at. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those places that, like, when you want to go there, like, as a recruit, you're like, oh, my God, this place is incredible. <laughs> or after you graduate and you go back for reunions or you go back for games or whatever, it's another thing where you're just like, man, this place is awesome. And yeah. you kind of forget about just how crappy some of those <laughs> days, weeks, and months were, especially in the winter when it's just crazy. Oh, my God. Now. I never saw the sun for like, oh, like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, no, the uh, prep school, I, I agree, Donovan, uh, huge for maturity, for preparation, yeah. allowing our bodies to mature another year. Uh, I think it's one of the, you know, treating it as a, uh, a redshirt year is – it's kind of what West Point uses it as. It's what Navy and Air Force use it as to Coast Guard yeah. everybody. Um, and I think it's, um, you know, you take a you you. It's a little bit of a risk because guys can leave. You know, we saw guys like oh. Drew Ezel, Max Bow. Oh, don't say the don't say the receivers that we need. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, you, you know, I, I forget who we lost. Cal Tinger, huh? Cal Tinger. Yeah, Cal Tinger, um, you know, we lost Big Herb. Remember Big Herb? Oh, we also yep. – who's that running back? Ma, uh, Ma – good running back, too. Mostert? Uh, Mosin? Mo, uh, Moser. No. 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 Anyway. Unfortunately, I think he passed away, too, though, on the tragic accident. But, yeah, um, yeah we had we had some but great yeah. people – no, great it's um, there, right? it's a really it's a risk versus reward. But most of the guys, you know, you're gonna keep 85, 90 of those guys. Yeah. So, um, what was? But I, I was glad that we had the good like uh, older Army football players that came down to help coach. Yeah. CJ, uh, we got on his nerves too. He probably <laughs> yeah. Oh, great running back, uh, David Rob Davis. 
uh, man, he his nose is probably still broken by that guy. Oh, I can't. I never forget that practice. You know, Seth Lots. Oh my God, Carson uh, Homie Senior. Hey, hey, what is uh, Seth Camp? What is it? What was the camp that he had after practice? Because oh, you're because you're loafing. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, lots That's loafers, weird. man. <laughs> Where's that guy at? I would love to talk to him. That guy oh, was man. a monster. I think he's, uh, I think he's a, a lieutenant great. colonel now. That's a great American right there, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You remember when we did the uh the the team building exercises and uh Carson Hami and him went at each other? <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh-uh. When Carson no. came in and made fun of him. When Coach K made fun oh, of him. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That was good. Oh, Coach Lots, man. Oh man. Yeah. Sorry, I bring the smiles to my face. <laughs> What a great man. That's a great dude. Right but um, Don, talk about try to talk about um, kind of like the 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 mentality you know you experienced um at prep, and then how it kind of how we wanted to transfer that to to the academy when we got up there. Um, for me, I think it was like the JV game when we torched Army JV. Oh um, man! And then losing to the Navy at the end of the year, um, you know, off a ninety-eight yard interception return. Um, that that basically was a fourteen point swing. Uh, Milford, like Milford, and all that Fork Union. Yeah, but um, talk about like you personally, how um, how that prep school kind of shaped you into the player you wanted to be when you showed up at the academy. Well, yeah. So uh, I was a corner too, and, and I in my senior year in high school, I got transferred. Like I was playing corner and safety. Uh, so when I came to prep school, you know, I was a safety, and I met some talent right so we had so me and remember Rob, Rob Murray <laughs> he was he was the Brian Erlacher of the day and I was a like I'm not gonna get dirty person until I need to um but I really wanted I really wanted to bond with that team because I know we had like a, a hard stretch I knew the records I knew the past you know three and eight four and eight, it just orb I'm like all right I felt as soon as like probably our first game or uh, the game, I really felt like we solidified our team was probably Nassau. Do you remember that game? And uh, see, I'll never forget you making fun of the the quarterback. He's like, "What are you 30? <laughs> and that's when I knew. I mean, I think we had a uh, Devin Cox too. I mean, just crazy people on our team. And you know, Donnie Dixon Harden had you know put he's gonna hit somebody. Um, I felt like that team. And so see, oh, J Mac, Marcus Hilton, who else do we have on our team uh, on our side? I mean, we had Rich King, Pat Mealy, Kingsley Ahe. Uh, oh my God, too many people like Marcus Hilton. I mean, we had a lot of guys that uh, from that prep school class ended up being uh, pivotal in that 2010 season. Yes, as starters. Yes, and and I felt like I was like, oh man, we're sticking this t- together. We're cool. Everybody is on the same page. Hey, we want to win. Um, and and I really. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You can call it, you know, God gave. I just had a knack for understanding offenses and, and, and tendencies. And um, I felt the responsibility to, you know, put everybody in position because I knew they can play ball. <laughs> That's not a thing, but to get them lined up right. So we the, give us the biggest opportunity uh, to win. I felt like I had to make sure everybody's aligned, make sure everybody's okay. Uh, and probably cut some people out uh, <laughs> when they weren't doing the right thing. So, um, but yeah. just being, but just being together with those guys, it, it, I knew they wanted to win. And so I, I, I felt upon myself, like, okay, let me put them in the best position 
you know, to win by knowing offenses and, and tendencies and all that good stuff. Yeah. So you went through uh, probably one of the largest transformations as far as like team rooms, right? You go from prep school with your safety group, right? Almost like yeah. we all, we almost always did. We barely did like uh, kind of film by position, right? Because we only yeah. had we only had like thirty guys, <laughs> um, you know, on one side of the ball, or you mm-hmm. know, you know. Well, uh, like you went from that to like that next year as a freshman at West Point, where you were in there with Jordan Murray, Caleb Campbell. Oh my God, B. Um, White, Ryan, you know, Ryan yeah. Brents. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Brents. Um, you know, cool. some, some super intelligent. Uh, super capable, um, you know, safeties uh, across the board. So uh, I, I cannot, I, I, you know, I imagine that was probably a, a pretty big shock from how you kind of say that you understand watching film and everything. And, mm-hmm. and then you go in there and listen to them and, and just kind of talk us through, you know, cause me and you were kind of in the same boat. We were, we were, we were playing special teams, but we weren't, we weren't really playing as much as we thought, you know, whether yeah. we should be or whether, we, we ought to be, but um, just talk about that kind of – that experience of, you know, Jordan Murray and Caleb Campbell, Brent's white uh, yeah. kind of film room, and then watching them play um, throughout that first year. Well, I, I think uh, what a lot of people, you know, they want to be stars overnight. And, and I, what I what I don't see a lot of is you got to do your time, right? Uh, I, I was a freshman. There was probably about nine seniors. So I quickly knew – I'm probably not going to play this year. So what can I do? I can, you know, I'm going JV. Um, I, I'm i doing the rookie uh, uh, traditions, as they say, you know, all that good stuff. But they really, you know, it's kind of like welcome to the league moment. You know, they have those drills. Jordan Murray is probably the hardest hitting safety at, at Army West Point. That, that, him and Caleb Campbell, oh, my. Oh, probably Ryan Brents, too. Jesus. Well, I know, I know he wasn't there. I think he was in Jordan. I think he was Jordan, but Lowell Garthright came back that next year. Yes, and, and yes. he he would. I mean, I remember seeing both of his AC joints just like <laughs> up here, and I was like, "Whoa, what are you doing, man?" He was like, "Man, gotta keep laying that wood. Can't give up." Yeah, that that, that guy's crazy. Yeah, we have to get him on the podcast, Steve. We have to get him on the podcast. I'll try. I'll reach out to him, but yeah, he's uh. Because uh, he, he, I think he did a semester abroad. Yeah, and he was trying he to do it that. spring year, but they were like, "It's only available during football year." And he was like, "I don't care. Like, I'm doing it." Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I got to get the. It's been a long time since I, I've heard the story, but he's another another great safety that you played with. That yes, um, you know, very he intelligent. Started, he was intelligent yeah. too. Yeah. Very, very, very intelligent too. So I remember he, like you said, AC joints. He blew him out. I'm, I'll never forget the Rutgers play. Remember we played at Rutgers. It was like what minus nine with windshield. It was a cold, cold, with, coldest game with, of my career. Yeah, with Kenny Britt on the other side. Yeah, and that left tackle that went to the league, Davis. Oh, my yeah, God. Anthony Davis. <laughs> Anthony Davis and Kenny Kenny Britt had like six catches for like 185 yards. Hey, who's that small, fast Underwood or something? That yep. they run a reverse. Oh, yeah. my God. Underwood, yeah. Oh, yeah, my they also God. had um, that he was uh, he just was starting, but Sanu, yes, um, Sanu yes. was just starting to play that year as well. Don't talk about that Rutgers game no. when they only don't, no. don't, don't bring up that the later game. See, don't, don't not make me mad. <laughs> um, uh, but no, it was it was good seeing those uh, the seniors. Like I said, I gotta give a shout out, to, you know, let me make sure I have my notes right. Jordan Murray, B. White, Coop. 
Coop was another good one. Uh, Marcus Pierre, uh, Muck, as we call him, Stephen Jason, uh, Stephen Jason, and and then also there's other seniors too that were that uh, not senior, I would say older classmen that were there when I'm freshman year. Uh, you want to talk about Mike Wright, uh, Jay Trim. I, I don't know how many kids Trim had. They, they're on every single class. So <laughs> the Big Trim, we call yeah. him Big Trim. Um, and, and like Kevin Dunn, people like that. And and those those guys, you know, they they were genuine in a, in a very, very strict uh, environment. So they really kind of brought us in that, hey, you, you know, you just got to make sure you do your right thing, keep your head straight, um, and really looked out for us too. So. Uh, thank you, thank for those guys. I'll never forget. I got moved up. To, I got, I got moved up to varsity. I was like third team or second team or whatever. I played behind Scap all year, but uh, <laughs> but Plus it, was like too. My, it was like it was like my first practice up there, right? I I played maybe six or seven snaps, right? Yeah. Got in the cold tub afterwards. Caleb Campbell gets in and he goes, "You played like six or seven snaps. Get out, like get out." There. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, me and Caleb uh, got closer <laughs> over the years, but, I'll ne- man, I'll never forget that. I, I had hey. just got in. I was like, oh. <laughs> and he was just like, you played seven snaps. Get out. <laughs> and just kind of going back to what you said about, you know, you got you to gotta do your time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, there was no question. You know, it might have been a little question then that I was like, oh, man, this guy don't give a shit about me. But, yeah, um, that was like really before – um, you know, it was like literally sprint, um, you know, August, you know, where I didn't even know anybody yet. Uh, yeah. so, but it's oh, funny. It's just man. one of my favorite yeah. memories of being an underclassman. <laughs> um, oh, I, I could talk all day about coach, with coach Adam wall too. Oh my God. Adam wall. That's a smart man too, as well. Um, I just remember, Hey, Donovan, go get these guys some water. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or uh, I just remember so many. Or the we had alley tackle drill. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, oh yeah. Just, just fifteen yards and just uh, Jordan Murray just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you're trying to pick out like, all right, who's? <laughs> I know someone's gonna take care of me. I was like, oh man, I think I think we did win again. And Caleb hit me. He's like, sorry, man, I was trying to get Westfall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that as hazing. I don't say it's bullying. It's just like it's just one of those things. Right? Yeah, I just, think I think that's I think that's everywhere. I think oh, that's, yeah. Put grass in my helmet. Oh, I mean, the same thing happened to me in high school when I got moved <laughs> yeah. up to varsity as a freshman in high school. I got it was like Oklahoma drill, and I went against the starting linebacker who was like <laughs> two fifty, right? And he was just like, <laughs> "Welcome to varsity." Just this big, <laughs> just this big man. And I was just like, "Oh God," but. Anyway, so yeah, we go. We so you go. You go a year with, you know that, and you kind of, um, I mean Caleb, you know NFL caliber talent. Caleb Jordan um, Murray were running the place. And yeah, and were... and I like to believe a lot of how you um, kind of commanded the the defensive backfield must have been must have come from how they did it, or or I don't know. Uh, what what do you think about? Like, well, I would say I would contribute that to Adam Wall. He was he's very intelligent, right? He was a very, very intelligent. He always talked about tendencies and formation recognition and where to line up. So I, I gotta credit to him that he really kind of taught me the game. Like I was athletic, you know, a lot of us are right. athletic, but we didn't understand the game. So just knowing tendencies and, and watching him how he especially in film, 
right? We watched, I mean, you, you were there, you, you run up after class, get on the bus, go up there, you watch film for about 30 minutes in your pads. <laughs> and then after practice, you watch some more film about practice or you watch last practice or whatever. Um, but especially how they command, I mean, I, I give it to Adam Wall. That's how he yeah. went about the game. So, um, yeah, the, yeah. um, the game within the game, right? Yes. Yes. Those, there's X's and O's, and then there's seeing, you know, understanding when this receiver's left leg is up versus right yep. leg is up. Um, or, or short split. Short, or short split. Or you see the lineman's hats. Or you, um, you know, recognition. I accepted the ball, that guard center triangle. He really, really harped about that guard center triangle. Because once if something's pulling, yeah, you know something's going to happen or, you know, to run. But, you know, nowadays they're doing RPOs and everything, so good luck. when do you think was your first like moment where you felt okay i'm ready to contribute or i'm ready to like you know be a major part of the defense oh good question good question um i know i started sophomore year but i don't think i was ready as like game management style i would say junior year i was really really set uh, I think I think ju- my junior year, I think that's when we had kind of like a quote unquote best team because we had some of the older uh, Sam Brock class recruits, right? Those those great giants, <laughs> a lot of you know like uh, uh what's that D tackle? What's that crazy Ted? Uh, yeah. Ted Bentler <laughs> yeah. and his brother. <laughs> yeah, Fritz. We, Ted and Fritz. Oh my God, that's some great Americans. I mean, right we there. had they Ted crazy. Fritz. We had Ted Fritz and Vicky Guinea and my dad and just we had the greatest team i think that is when i was like okay we can really do this like we we have the talent um and we have the experience we already lost a, a lot right we're good <laughs> we know how to lose it's time to start winning now yeah um and then you know they they had that coach that came in too as well so uh but that i think junior is when i really came into like okay we can i can i, I understand the game um let's get everybody on the same page and then we brought some younger class uh underclassmen with us that had some talent you know like jj um antoine aaron and all those guys too as well yeah now the um uh i think one of the you know i think it was what was it tulane um sophomore year um i think Ooh, it was yeah um, with, with matt forte that was our freshman year freshman oh, yeah. year yeah but um, there's one game I, I can't remember the, the team, but um, it was our sophomore year, and I remember you being all over the field. Um, and that's don't say when, New Hampshire, no? Uh, don't say New Hampshire. Was that no? At home? It, was, it was later in the season. It was later in the season. I, it was either Tulane or um, shit. I can't remember, man. VMI? No, no it wasn't no. VMI. That was junior year. Um, but anyway, um, that's kind of when I – that was almost the first time where I, I saw, you know, and, and I felt Donovan Travis go from, you know, free safety worrying about being in the right place, the right alignment, all mm-hmm. that stuff to where you started telling people where to go and what to do, um, <laughs> and which helped which helped me uh, tremendously, Yeah, you know, um, and, and helped the linebackers because it was just one last thing we needed to uh, – to kind of worry about, you know, uh, even though right Frank was like, you know, Scap was like a, you know, he knew everything about every defense or every offense <laughs> as well. 
Um, was it AM? No. What game was that? Hold on. I'm trying to think now. You got me thinking. AM. No, nah, it was late. It was later. It was later. I gotta I gotta go back. I also gotta okay. send you that those films. I still got yeah. them. So, <laughs> um, but what about the and you can be as candid or as you know, however you feel this. What did you think? How how did the program change from you know our sophomore year Stanbrock pro style or you know first year with triple option to under Coach Ellerson, uh, you know all of his new regime, how we <laughs> were doing one, things. This is why he brought me on here. <laughs> the double eagle flex. Well, because yeah. um, you know, I I still have a really good relationship with Coach Sadat and, and Coach Schmielin. I mean, oh really? Yeah, first, I love Schmielin. Schmielin's good. Yeah, and um, so. Uh, but like I know, like you just said, that's a huge change for you going from Coach Wall to Coach Schmielin, double eagle flex, where you know you're basically the high safety versus yeah. you know two safeties. We play a yeah. lot of two safeties. Um, so just kind of talk about that that dynamic, and if it was ever, if you ever felt like you know that if if we had had um, you know the Coach Ellison sophomore year, and it was our second year with that junior team. I feel like that could have been, you know, you know, a very, a very successful year. Um, but anyway, just talk about kind of the change in di- uh, the defensive scheme, how you kind of, because there was people yeah. changing positions like crazy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, yes. And then, um, you know, I mean, yes. Ali, Ali, who just got done retiring <laughs> as a, as a tackle in the NFL, they're like, yeah, you can't play tackle in this offense. So <laughs> you can lose 60 pounds yeah. and play wide receiver, or you can go the defensive side of the ball. 610 receiver. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so the, the I like the defense. The defense was it, it it's good. It, it creates a lot of confusion. Um, it's it prioritizes like kind of like your stars. So, you know, our stars is obviously you. I would say you and J Mac were probably the stars. You know, you guys are probably circled on scouting reports, like, hey, we can't run to these guys or whatever. Especially J Mac. Uh, I never forget the game where they ran away from him the entire game. Yeah. Um Louisiana Tech. Yes, they ran for him. He was just shuffling <laughs> the whole game. His, his, you can see his hands from the sky view just out here. <laughs> oh, they, they ran zone that way. He just make sure there's no bootleg or anything. So <laughs> I saw him because you know I got the view. So I'm like, oh, they're they're literally running away from this guy. Like it's bad when I can see it during the game. Like they're really running away from this guy. Uh, but it was it was good. I think, but I think we we needed a little bit more uh, diversity in our play calling. I think we were we were too uh, uh, static. Uh, I mean, we, I think we basically ran like maybe one or two defenses the whole game. Honestly, I mean, we had a couple of blitz packages um, on it though, but it was it was hard because I was just a high safety, right? And um, and basically, they can key off me or you. I think it was just me and you were the keys to what what kind of defense we were running. Um, I, like especially like the the Notre Dame game and and Yankee Stadium. Uh, I think they figured that out like real quick and and, and took advantage of it. And, and I and you know I still have nightmares about that too. Cause I'm like, man, we could have we should have switched around or, or played a, uh, some kind of defense so they wouldn't throw fifty yard touchdown passes on me. Um, but well, I mean, I, that was a game I I went against. I, I think it was either I think it, it. I know he's in the league now, but it, I think Eifert was on the sideline. He didn't play that game. Oh, really? And then their, and then their second string guy, um, 
end up being in the league as well. Uh, I think he played for the Bengals. He's a injury prone for the Bengals uh, tight end who's really good. Uh, but he caught he caught like a fifty yard touchdown pass on me when I was playing. Yeah, and, and I don't is, play a lot of man to man. But they kinda, that, the, the I think what um, you kind of alluded to, you know, before we started talking about getting burned was um, one of the, the 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 ability you know that defense allows our players to make plays um, because it allows us to use our eyes, our feet, and our yeah. and our instincts. So there's a lot of times, right, as a high safety. You were you were taught, and I know I was taught something similar. Was hey that quarterback? As soon as he makes his decision with his eyes, just break on the ball. Yeah, and I know. I mean, you know, like you know, like uh, Sal brought up earlier, second all time interception in those two years in that defense. Um, you know, I think it the way help. they allowed you to play in that that <laughs> yeah. that um that freedom is what helped you a lot to to break on those balls and make those plays. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, probably the the best game I remember was Ball State. Yeah, I was uh, just gonna bring that up. Yeah, Ball State was was a good because we were really honestly running man. I think the whole game man free. I think me and you were just free to do whatever we need to. And then uh, uh, I think Mackie they tried to do a bootleg and Mackie was put pressure on the quarterback. And I I mean that was just easy pickings. Like I said, I couldn't do this without the, the linemen and linebackers. And so it just made I mean I was, it wasn't like I was making like you know close contact interceptions. Most of mine were just. Bloop in in my hand. So let's <laughs> give <laughs> some more stuff, please. Some yeah. more. <laughs> Dude, you have, a, you have that pick six in that game, man. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, actually, I have the film for that too. So I got the interception on the first hand uh, before the uh, the last possession, and then we punted down there. So that's why we had a great punt. Was Jay Bull our punter then? I, I oh think yeah. So yeah. Uh, so they he pinned him down there, and that's when they did the the bootleg and, and all was history. So uh, just like I said, the double, the double flex Eagle, well, I don't know what, the, what they call it. Was it double Eagle flex? Yeah. <laughs> and we had uh don't forget. We had a rod too, who was just a monster too. And I'll never forget him. I got to give him a shout out uh, for that Vanderbilt game. And he made that new fumble into the Arizona and end zone. Oh my God. Was, he saved. <laughs> but like yeah, I said, we- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. I was just say we talked about the other day how uh, A Rod played that whip position uh, oh, for our team. years. Uh, I mean, he was that was the right guy for the because they tried me out at it a little bit, and then I think it was right around the time uh, I think it was right around the time Rod got hurt um, mm-hmm. because they wanted Rod at Mike originally, me at Whip, um, and then Erzinger and Donnie at the Sam in the in the Rover just to. You know, just to keep the speed across the board. Yeah. Um, and uh, when you know when Rod went down, we had to shuffle some players around, and you know yeah. that was a you know Rod was one of the best football players. Um, oh yeah. You know, he, he that, put a hat on somebody. Yep. Yep. He was uh, one guy, maybe that you know just never got a ch- chance to really show what he was capable of, right? Because he got a little banged up and stuff, or yeah. Yeah. No, he just had the 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 he, nerve he, issue. Yeah, he started he started freshman year and he started yep. on special teams and all that good stuff and. Yep. Um, um, oh. he, I remember Central, uh, Central Michigan. We're both on pump block team, and we go to block this punt. And Rod blocks. We're literally both there at the same time, and Rod blocks it. Um, and I don't know if he ended up scoring or he was right. He was like, uh, we were like close to the end zone or whatever. And I just remember being like, Rod, it's because your hands are so much bigger than mine. <laughs> why you blocked that punt? 
Did he get an interception like too late or something? Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh man. No. Yeah, no, he he definitely would have been a big impact if we just stayed. But you know, credit to him, he chose his health over his yeah. over football. Football's not there forever, right? And I think <laughs> I think all the majority of us were like, uh, after playing Matt Forte and Kenny Britton and Rutgers were like, yeah, the NFL. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <cool. laughs> yeah. The, uh... I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is how high I get. So, um, but to to stay on uh, those kind of games, you're talking about the Vanderbilt memory, um, and obviously the bowl game. It was is always a good memory. But throughout your career, you know, really your sophomore, uh, junior, and senior, what what three, you know, what out of those three years, what games really stick out to you, and what what will you always remember about uh, Army football? Good game. So sophomore year. I want to say when we played New Hampshire. And I got my first interception there. Only because Adam Wall made us practice that. They had like a unbalanced, like jet sweep, play action pass. They did like almost every game. So we practiced that all week. And as soon as I seen that guy in motion, I was like, oh yeah, here it comes. <laughs> and I was so excited. And I got the and he grabbed my face mask and threw me to the ground too. So everybody thought the penalty was on me. I was like, no, this guy. Grab my literally grab my face mask and threw me to the ground, but I was so excited. So that was sophomore year in New Hampshire, even though they kicked our butt. I'll never, never underestimate an opponent in the camp. Um, let's see, junior year was that the ball state? I think ball yeah. state, I, and I'll also say, uh, Eastern Michigan too was a good one. Uh, no, that was senior year, the senior. Year. Well, I had interceptions and junior, senior, Eastern Michigan. Um, junior year, junior year, what good game? AM, that was a fun one. That was senior. That was junior a- year. A- A&M was sophomore year. Sophomore year? Yeah, that, that was, was fun. That, that was, was crazy. Fun. That stadium uh, was wild. Ball State was junior year because that was at home. Yes, yes. So I would say Ball State was was probably the best game I had, um, not just stat-wise, but just, just tendencies because they had a freshman quarterback too. <laughs> I remember – I never forget looking at the screen. I, I could see uh, – the freshman quarterback and the coach looking at like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I read your eyes the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what you're about to do. Um, and then obviously senior year, probably the bowl, the bowl game was fun too. Um, yeah. I love the bowl game. That was yeah, that, that um, entire, that entire experience um, going down there, the, the, you know, the dinners with the other team with SMU. Yes. That was Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, just that whole there. experience. Uh, definitely for something that – for uh, a program that hadn't been at one of those in quite some time, um, allowing us to be like, you know, kind of college football players and not yeah. like restrict us to everything. Um, yes. That was uh, – they definitely did it right. And it made – you know, it, it made the younger guys want to go back to a bowl game. You yes. Know? Yes. Um, instead so, of and, it an extended stay from West yeah. Point, um, it was literally like, "Hey, captains, you make you make the decisions. Uh, you know, if the guys break the team rules, like they break the team rules. There was never, you know, uh, me and Pat talked about a curfew, but we didn't impose that until yeah. the night before the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know, probably you know, weren't gonna follow it anyway. You know I mean? <laughs> but uh, I think the bowl game more so for our fans. I mean, there I mean there was a significant drought of a winning season. Think about that. A winning season. I, I mean, 
sophomore year, we were what three and something. Yep, three and nine, and then five mm-hmm. and seven. Man, five and seven. I mean that that felt like you know one and ten. But um, I mean, I, I remember probably the the one time I got mad when we barely beat BMI. I was so mad at everybody. <laughs> Not to discredit them, but I just knew like we should. They should never ever been that close. And I think actually, I think you were hurt, weren't you? Yeah, no, I was. Uh, was that junior year or senior year? That had been junior year because I played. I played every game senior year, but junior year, I think junior year, I, missed, I, yeah. junior year, I think I missed VMI North Texas. And, yeah, they put, uh, they put your uh, your best friend at middle linebacker and got me yeah. ran over. And I'll then, never forget uh, that. And then Navy, I missed those three my uh, my sophomore year. Who, who's actually, my, who's the best friend? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a uh, freshman, Kyler uh, Kyler Martin. Oh, Kyler Martin. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know why Coach Ellison put him out there in linebacker. I'm sorry. He was more of a like a safety type, if anything, right? Or no? I mean, he was a fre- look. He was a freshman. Um, they put and, too much on the shoulders. And this yeah. was before they moved. This was the reason they moved Ahe to linebacker after that year because our second string middle linebacker was, you know, Kyler Martin, who was a freshman, and nothing against mm. him. And he ended up, he ended up. Bulking up very nice. Um, yeah. becoming a oh, good, he's an athlete. Yeah, yeah. I get it, man. He ended up becoming a player. Um, but I mean, he was, I mean, he, all of us as freshmen, I mean, we were all string beans, yeah. you know. I was just a short string bean, you know. There were I mean? no other guys out there, there were no, nobody else on that team at that point. That was experience. our, that was our, that was our depth chart. Moving yeah. somebody around, maybe yeah. moving you up, Trav, moving you up there. Oh, no, 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 I can't get too close. <laughs> <laughs> I need, no, wait, no, no, Domin, Domin, you should always say, I need 11, not seven. Because, right? <laughs> I mean, there'd be some there'd be some games where I would be at seven, like my toes are at seven, and Donovan's, like, heels are at 11. So we're, like, <laughs> this far apart from each other. And, Especially and like, I'm literally, I'm, like, literally trying to pre-snap, pre, uh, pre-play snap. Diamond's like, hey, hey, move, move your foot left, move your foot right. <laughs> hey, I can't see over your head, Steve. Get out, get out of my way. And I'm like trying to set the front seven yeah. up, right? And I'm like, shut up, like. <laughs> Especially goal down. line, like goal line. Remember that that Notre Dame goal line? I was like, oh man, I'll never forget that. You tip the pass, and you're like, somebody get that. And I was like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Uh, that yeah. Was good. yeah, we didn't have much depth at the middle linebacker position. We had a lot of depth, like, on D-line, even corners. But that middle linebacker, even the the wheel or whatever, um, I, forget what, I forget what they call it. The whip. I mean, we had yeah, Chad Littlejohn and Bill Prosco kind of filling in at the whip. Prosco, yeah. Yep. yeah. I got Prosco. Yeah. Prosco is going to be um, either next week or the week after. Um, okay. Got him on here. Uh, he just got he just got into Wharton Business School, so oh nice, yeah, smart. You know, not me, not I didn't get in there, not not at all. <laughs> so they put it, they put it on this file. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh yeah. So uh, and then what, uh, what, um and it can be whether it was um you know. Practice wise, or game wise, or even off season time, you know, spring ball. But what is what is um, a couple of your memories of like? Okay, this team is definitely 
close knit, like we got a chance. Um, and then just some of your your favorite times uh, going up to the Kimsey Center. Oh man, okay. Um, this came close together, man. I think camp really brought us together. That was that was fun, right? I mean, yeah. first of all, I'm glad I'm not a D line. I mean. They're, they're crazy. I mean, <laughs> D-line or O-line, uh, not for me. And just hanging out and people, you know, uh, I think camp was – and then going up to Kimsey, oh, man. And just after a long day of school, you know, our, you know, Coach K comes in Dean's hour, <laughs> takes up your nap period, and you're going up on that bus. Um, but, you know, just the workers in there and having that food and, and just – I had everything I needed at Kimsey. You got your workout. You got your your trainers. Uh, remember those uh, Gatorade shakes that they used oh, to have? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I had roommates used to steal it from me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't didn't you try to hide it? Just the 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 plastic was open. Hey, mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, you okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, but going uh, Kimsey, Kimsey. I'm, I'm glad we got the indoor um practice field though yeah that that was the biggest thing did you guys have that who paid for it did you guys have that when you first started or no no i think it was our being built i think it was being built yeah i think it was junior year right i want to say junior year yeah i don't think we had it under coach brock no we did we did yeah i'm like 99 sure it was there the whole time we were there all 300 of us in there i don't know yeah, we did have about three hundred people our first. Yeah, but I, I remember I remember hitting uh, Sabellico or whatever his name was, uh, Mike oh, Sabellico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Kimsey Center, I remember as a freshman. Um, but yeah, no, that, that that's I mean, to not have an indoor facility in New York would just be yeah, <laughs> crime gets humanity. Yeah, <laughs> but I would say yeah, definitely that indoor that was good, and like I said, I just I, we. The camp was, was probably the best thing. It was yeah. we had the food that we needed, you know, just just the, just the fellas, right? Yeah. And um, Ted so telling us when to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> lights out, and then you yeah. see the D lineman <laughs> <laughs> just tiptoeing around, making all the noise. Um, yeah. no, that was good too. And then um, also, I think we had like a little sponsorship program from like teachers and stuff that would come and 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 kind of mentor a group of group at a time. So they have four or five football players. I think that was actually pretty good uh, for the team as well, too. So I want to ask you what you think about the current um, army safeties and what you've seen from them in the last past couple of years, because you look at guys like, well, Ryan England, who we've had on this podcast and guys like last year with um, Cedric Cunningham, Markel Broughton, and maybe the evolution of the safety play at army. I think they have a, a, a great scheme and I, I, and I think they're actually way better, like more athletic than us. <laughs> and I think, uh, cause I think when Ellison was there, he tried to kind of, how do, how do I articulate this very, very PG? Um, you try to make us like, you try to bring, you, you didn't want to separate football and like the military. If you will, and so I think they have. I, I don't. I don't know about this. I haven't really reached out to them. You, you guys probably speak about this. Uh, I think they have a lot more. Like I don't want to say freedom, but they have a little bit more um, focus on football, just to make sure they they bring that that winning program back. And they're much more athletic. I mean, I'm, I'm watching uh, 
I saw them play against Wake Forest uh, at home. I was like, man, these guys are because those are some good receivers that go into the league and they're they're dealing them up. I, I think they actually lost that game, but uh, they were actually performing very well. So those guys. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I've uh, like a 70 point game is really just unheard of, <laughs> right. um, you know, from, from and, Army. and it's like the same team that held Wisconsin to like. You know, 14, 21 points, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's crazy. Um, it's just kind of, uh, you know, kind of nuts. But the, um, yeah, the, the the players now, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what they say in, you know, the NFL and, and college, right? When, when, you're winning, when you're winning, it solves a lot of problems. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, it solves, um, you know. Scrutiny. Right. Exactly. Um, and these guys are doing it, and they're doing it consecutively. They're doing it year in and year out now. I know, um, like, the loss to Navy this year, like, okay, but yep, we won a bowl game and everything, but I know um, that loss to Navy stung across oh, yeah. the program, especially for, our, you know, where we were at in our program and where they're at in their program. Um, so, uh, but yeah, man, it was, um, it's definitely fun watching, watching army football. And there's, I don't know if there's anybody that can say they don't enjoy watching it. Uh, oh yeah. That's, that's a true fan at this point. And I think we're getting the right kind of people at it. Like recruiting is, yeah. is the biggest thing. And, and, and when Ellison was there, I saw the people he was bringing in. I was like, this is not going to do it. <laughs> not not to knock them, but they were just small people. You know, you're playing D1 schools like, and now now you see you see the DNs like six five. I'm like, that's what we need. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need a bunch of J Max running running around. So uh, it's these. So I mean, recruiting. I, they did a great job recruiting um, these young kids in there today. If we put an all time. Uh like say last 20 years of army football defensive team together, Donovan, you got to be right there at safety. So you might be uh, playing in like an all, like that type of team with like an Andre Carter or like get Josh <laughs> McNary, get Steve Anderson on that defense. Uh, right? I might be yeah. a backup, man. Uh, I think Jordan Murray and, and Caleb are up there. They're man, man, man. They're and Garthway too. He was like El Garth. You thought the Garthway said, you say El Garth. Cause he's just jealous. Cause everybody called me D trap. Yeah, it's gonna sound better. He just got so yeah. jealous. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be. Yeah, let's see who else is great safety. Yeah, like I said, I don't really have a contact to like current safeties, but definitely Caleb and Jordan Murray and, and Ryan Brent's too. I know he didn't talk a lot, but man, he let his actions speak for him. Yeah, he was just strong and fast. I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, man, what the. The, um, the, uh, but, you know, as, um, you know, obviously, uh, to let, to let everybody know, like what you're doing now and, and what was your, what was army service like for you? Did, uh, what'd you end up, um, you know, branching and then kind of go from, from that into what you're doing now? Okay. Uh, yeah. So I went, uh, air defense artillery, uh, you know, Patriot missiles and all that good stuff. Um, so I was at Fort Bliss, um, in El Paso for for actually majority of my career. Uh, and I deployed to Qatar twice. Um, I actually did, um, those, those are year-long deployments. So that was, 
soon as I got to the unit, it's like, hey, how you doing? Pack your bags. <laughs> We're going down range. Uh, so that, that was fun. And then uh, did a allied mission at Tel Aviv, Israel, with their Iron Dome system and all that stuff with, you know, Air Force, Navy, Marines, and, um, and all that good, great stuff, too. So that was really phenomenal. Uh, and especially, I, I always miss the soldiers, man. There's nothing, nothing like a, an American soldier. Just, <laughs> I don't want employees. I want some soldiers. <laughs> uh, so you know, and then after I got out, you know, I got into distribution and stuff like that. So currently, uh, I'm actually finishing my. I'll graduate next month and get my MBA. And so uh, I, I wanted, to, I wanted to tackle that too. And then another thing that I'm also doing is. Um, which we don't, which I don't really, and thank you guys for doing this, but I don't think we really reached back to the people that are currently going back uh, at West Point to the cadets. Um, so I'm reaching out to a couple of people. Um, if you guys want to have anybody that wants to join, we, you know, we just talk, you know, we keep it real casual, real candid, not general stuff, keep it really informal. Like, hey, this is what my experience was at West Point. You're not alone. It's hard. We struggle, but it's worth it. Don't leave your top school. Uh, stuff like that um, and, and tell them what to look out for. Cause if someone told me, Hey man, you should invest that cow loan that you got <laughs> to Amazon right now. <laughs> yeah. If only, if only somebody would have told me not to go to Vegas uh, would have been good. Right. It, it just, yeah. I, I don't, I know we're not probably a lot on the sidelines, but I just, you know, I think a lot of us owe it to the cadets, but Hey man, this is what I went through. You know, it's hard. You know, don't lie because lying, you, you probably get away with murder than lying. <laughs> that was funny, right? You just, just a bit, you know, just stuff like that. Just it's hard. We get it. Um, but just to reach back to those guys and like, hey, man, you know, send them some love. It's hard. You, you don't get paid nothing. <laughs> but that's good, man. I mean, that's really, um, you know, that's just an extension of the brotherhood. And that's yeah. what we. You know, we hear time and time out, time and time again from everybody on this podcast that we have is there's always some additional service that they're doing in life, whether it's uh, for the Brotherhood directly or just yeah. for cadets or for West Point or for mm -hmm. the community. Um, it, it's incredible that there's so many, you know, we've had, I don't even know how many podcasts now, probably over, probably 300. Sal probably knows. Them oh, already. really? 300? No, no. Well, we're not to 100 yet, Steve, but we're getting there. We're yeah. Getting there. It but, feels um, like 300, I assume. <laughs> But like everybody we talk to, um, you know, they're doing something for the core, for Army football. Um, and it's just that additional service. Not a lot of guys just come in here and talk about, you know, uh, you know, their business or how much money they're making or, or yeah. how they're doing or, or stuff like that. It's it, they always want to highlight, you know, how they're giving back to the community or, or what additional service they're doing. And mm -hmm. um that's that's all we're trying to do here is, is you know, we want to tell the DTRAF story, um, yep. get it out there. And, and, you know, hopefully, you know, just like you do with the cadets, they'll hear it and be like, man, yeah, this place, this place really does suck right now. <laughs> but, you You're know. not alone. And yeah. listen, anybody that's watching this, if I made it, <laughs> you can make it. Yeah. Don't yeah. be worried. Mr. Mr. Nine Lives right here. I'll tell you that oh. straight up. <laughs> We we get to, if you it depends how deep you want to go. I nah, I got in trouble and all that. We can't do no, no, no. That's good. But where, uh, if you feel comfortable, where where are you living now? And 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 um, you know what's what what's life? What's the daily? What's the daily life for uh, old D Trap? Oh man, so I'm in uh Fontana, 
Fontana, California. So we moved out here. Uh, you know, I'm married. I got, you saw the young one run, run, <laughs> run no, around here. No so. gray skies? No, no. Actually, we had some uh, last week, actually. <laughs> so it goes from 90 to like 50. Like this week's going to be 70. It was just 97 yesterday. So, uh, you know, I'm originally from Arizona, so I'm used to uh, yep. chaotic weather. So uh, just doing that, man, just, just the, the family life and trying to help others. And I want to go back to your point when you said like people talk about giving back. I think we... Uh, I think it's an appreciation what we went through and and we want to share that with people who are going through it right it, i think because we know we've been there it's hard to you feel like you're at west point you feel like you're alone <laughs> and so i think when people try to get back you just want to spread that love and everybody so uh now we, we're good over here man just just living trying to be trying to trying to stay alive well it's like i, I always like to Whenever I get to talk to a, a a cadet or you know a new even a new lieutenant, um, hey man, you ever, you ever think about leaving the academy? <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about just like I I'm done with this. I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, every man, day, every day, <laughs> every semester, uh, you know, twice a week. Every um, after after a physics exam, you go yeah. across the hall and look at it like, oh no, no, going from. <laughs> Taking a test in one class, going to the next class, taking another fifty-minute test, like yeah, oh, of week. course. Oh my god, T week was horrible. But it, it it um, you know, and you know when you just tell them that, like oh, and they're like oh, you thought about leaving too? I'm like oh my god, yes, like everybody 100%, did. So everybody did, and I think you just you gotta surround yourself with people who are, you know. Uh, like-minded okay we we can get through this man hey man you got a study sheet for this tea or you know you you find a way you find a way to uh kind of like escape west point you know have fun with your with your, with your friends and just make it through because yeah. the end result is definitely better than what you're going through right it's yeah. preparing it's setting you up for success and you when you go into the you know the army or to uh corporate america you see people like stress and like you stress over this, <laughs> you have no idea. You never, you never had a tea week before. Yeah. <laughs> you never had to count ammo rounds yeah. and be specific. <laughs> yeah, man. And deal with soldiers and problems like that. And so it just, I, I mean, I love, like I said, I, I try to encourage the people I talk to. Hey, they man, to stay there. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt. It ain't gonna be pretty. I'm not here to. The, the pamper you it's going to be hard but it's going to set you up you'll have a job after you graduate uh you're you're a part of a a, a, a select few in society right a thousand you have founder day dinner um and you're going to meet some incredibly smart people who are going to be politicians ceos you know nuclear engineers i was like how do you guys want to be this at this age you know <laughs> I just want to play football. Yeah, but yeah. you know, you you got something to offer them, and they got something to offer you too. And and like I said, I can hit up people right now, and that's the brotherhood too. I think uh, what this is doing. I think you guys are doing this again. But I can, you know, Stephen call me, and he's going to answer. You know, you hit up one of your roommates that you had; they're going to answer, right? That's the connection you have with these guys, and that's you need in life too to be to be uh, successful because you know you can't do it alone. You need people with you. Hey Donovan, before we before we go, we gotta hear your best Steve Anderson story, man. Uh, we have to we have to hear a good Steve Anderson. I don't think you shared too many Steve Anderson stories on this podcast. Um, Steve Anderson stories, huh? Um, oh man, um, I think 
probably the one that stands out to me is when he broke that collarbone off that uh that receiver from Ball State. <laughs> Cause it was like we were synchronized in our steps because he was going to number two and I was going to number one. And he looked fine, but then he walked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, like, definitely, he was so I definitely hurt. I, I like felt his shoulder like collapse. <laughs> it like shrunk. I, um, I wish we had the t- Oh, man. I wish I had my uh, the film, man. I, I, I could probably bring it up. I was like, I, I know the play because we yeah. were both. Back, yeah. back. <laughs> that was the same way. That was the same way in the, the bowl game, too, man. Yeah. We were right. Oh. We were in unison on that on that one uh, on that pick as well. So. Yeah. Or uh, probably another one when he uh, ran down J Mac. <laughs> you know he hates that story. You they don't want to run into him. I can't be talking about that story, all right? Like ran past, him, and I think you pointed at somebody. Oh, well, the fullback. Like, the, like this. Yeah, like, I'm about to hit you. Yeah. That's why I said. I was like, don't come over here. I'm about to hit you. Bam. This is a touchdown. <laughs> J-Mac J- and Ari like crossing the end zone when I yeah. hit Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's one of my great, great uh, Hollywood stories, man. Fitty. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan, my, my, still to this day, one of my favorite is when, um, you know, I'm I'm sitting on the bench. I'm injured. <laughs> and uh, – I'm get I'm all you know I'm very intense guy sound I'm so excited I'm like let's go special teams let's go kick off Donovan like runs up to me he's like Steve and I'm like what's up baby he's like loser <laughs> and I was so I just remember having my crutches and just being like right. <laughs> crutches like all right I'm uh I'm not that pumped up. Anymore. I mean, it's safe to say you kept it light, right, Donovan? You kept yeah. it. Yeah, I was having yeah. fun. I was yeah, having always fun. Always having fun. Oh and, man, uh, I hated that know, the starters were on special teams, but yeah, as a, the, you know, you don't, you don't put J Mac on special teams. And like I said at the beginning, um, you know, Donovan was a defensive captain, uh, and the way he prepared, the way he played, the way he helped others, the way he mentored guys. Um, and he knows that. I know that. Everybody on that team knows that. Um, pleasure playing with him. And, you know, he's, he's my he's my friend for life. Um, yeah. And thanks for coming on, D-Trav. I appreciate it. Supporting the, uh, the podcast and just, you know, um, really enjoyed having you on, brother. Oh, thank you so much, Sal. Steve doing this, man. Hope you guys reach out to other people. And, uh, hey, if anybody needs me, you know, you know how to reach me. You know what I'm saying? So uh, thank you again. Oh, you see the poster in the back? Oh yeah, there it is. I think you're on there, Steve. Where you at? I think that's Garth Wade. Uh, oh, I don't. Uh, you might be on the other side. Uh, I'm five ten. <laughs> I'm five ten, so you probably ain't seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, those those are some good things. And like I said, thank you again. And uh, yeah, man, love Army football. It's just I'm glad they're winning now a lot. Uh, but yeah, hey, we I think we laid the foundation for for years to come, the New Jersey look real nice. I didn't get not a call, and I wish we had the NIL deals, too. I sure my my uh, <laughs> my face is on a couple of programs, and I didn't get paid some for great, it. Could have had some great five-head deals, baby. <laughs> look. You got the headphones? Look, I'm all bald right now. 
we um we thank we thank everybody for watching right now check out uh our youtube channel make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel we're almost at 400 subscribers on our youtube channel check out blacknightnation.com and also our twitter account and then we're getting the uh instagram up too i post a couple videos on our instagram we'll well, you can find, we'll put this podcast up on Instagram. As long as you have Spotify, you can uh, click the stories and you can listen to this uh, podcast with, with Donovan, Steve, and I. Donovan, thanks a bunch. Uh, great. Ca- this is your second appearance on the Black Knight Nation podcast. Oh, yes, sir. We yes, hope sir. to have you on again soon. And uh, guys, thanks for watching. We really appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. Later, guys. See you.